Hi, this is Make Do, where we talk about making stuff and feeling stuff and thinking stuff. I'm Julia Scott. And I'm Tiff Arment. And I want to uh, start off with some thanks for all of the wonderful feedback that we've been getting from listeners, like sort of all over the place in um, messages and emails and uh, reviews and stuff. It's just, it's, it's really nice to hear that our, <laughs> you know, angsty working through stuff and thinking and, and feeling um, and making that that all of that has been resonating with people in in lots of different ways, and those different ways are, are fun to hear about. So, thank you everyone for that. Yeah, thank you so much. And I've had some real life conversations with people who said that our podcast has helped them make like get on the board of making something. You know, well, like at least so start awesome. the train. I know it feels <laughs> so good because it's like I wanted that in my life, and now giving that to other people is just. I mean, pay it forward, right? Like, just everyone make things because it's so good. Yeah, and and, it, and it's it's good too because it's like, like we've been talking with the homework and stuff. Like, I've I've looked specifically now. I found a woodworking class that I'm considering Ooh. taking this fall. Uh, I just I need to check if it'll work with some other stuff that I have planned. But just like learning about types of wood and and types of fun joint. Like, I know what a dovetail joint is, but I don't actually. Mm-hmm know in my hands how to make one so i think that could be really fun to to do something very different from the kind of making from the sort of either soft or or gloopy and wet (laughs) making (laughs) that is my mainstay so i'm really looking forward to that yeah woodworking is something that's really neat Uh, because i've always been one of those people where it intimidates me um doing stuff with wood but at the same time it's like why can't i just go out and get a power tool and go and like you know like what's stopping me from doing this i guess i've always seen it as such a masculine endeavor mm-hmm. that it's but at the same time it's like i could do that because i could anything you could do i could do better kind of situation because well, it, it's funny too because in in sweden generally from like i think third or fourth grade on you alternate every other semester you have woodworking and every other semester you have textile class up mm-hmm. until i think like ninth grade so I've i've always like thought it was a lot of fun to learn how to you know carve stuff together and glue and nail and like all of that weird cnc is type stuff too and there's just so much more that's accessible now even to home like i mean our our i share my studio with a lot of weird power tools so (laughs) watch the space for how many fingers i have come christmas I mean, like I've made stuff in tech class. I went to a really great high school. It was a public school, but it was just a really well-funded school. And we had all these tech classes. And I remember loving building like the CO2 racers and pinball machines and bridges for stress testing and stuff. Like I love doing all that woodworking stuff. It was really fun. And I, I'm going, I'm really excited to hear about how, if you do take this class, which I really hope you do, (laughs) I'm really excited to hear the things that you make and the progress that you have, because I'm now that I realize I didn't even think that this would be a thing, a woodworking class. Like that sounds awesome. I think I want to find one of those too. (laughs) The community colleges and, and likewise that I've been looking at, some of them have offered, I haven't decided like which one I'll take again have to look at my schedule but some of them also have like woodworking classes for women which i think is great because it's it's sometimes like a certain type of dude in a certain type of context can kind of take over and also a lot of women and a certain type of women can have a hard time speaking up in a mixed group so having like Mm -hmm. that kind of separated like you know it's 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 not that oh we're worse at it or we don't know it it's just like this the social um sort of construct of the whole thing 
can change. And I think that's a really cool idea, too. Yeah, that is because it's really hard to feel creative when you feel like an outsider, like kind of interloping in a Mm -hmm. situation. Um, I think that you get overtaken by anxieties and self-conscious feelings and fear and just and I I find that kind of paralyzing in certain situations and if you can remove some of that for yourself um whatever might trigger that for you as a person in the world it is really helpful because then you can move forward and actually learn stuff more easily and be more open to being creative. Mm-hmm. I've since I have no social skills, I've often taken it upon myself in different classes. I've taken to be the one who asks the stupid questions that everyone else also <laughs> wants to ask, but is too afraid yeah. to. So that's good that's, that you that's can my... be that person. <laughs> um, we we started talking and forgot to record, so we we managed to stop ourselves too because uh, I don't know how the weather is uh, out on on the beach where you are, but here it is ridiculously hot. Like it's I, when I was. A couple of weeks ago when we recorded and I was like, oh, it's too hot to knit. And now I'm like, I, I want to <laughs> kick myself then because it's been near 90 for, you know, a week or more, which in Sweden is very unseasonably hot. And I also do a form of art where I occasionally have to turn a kiln on so that it reaches <laughs> around no. or over 2000 degrees Fahrenheit. And then I'm like, okay, so I can't go back into the studio and do other stuff for like five days. <laughs> That's like the idea of baking in this heat. It's just like, ugh, like turning on an oven. Like, but then imagine yes. it like ugh. times seven, like exponential. Exactly. <laughs> That's like, oh. and, and I'm just like, terrible. And, and so many times when I realize I've chosen poorly, but you were having problems too. Yeah, I was just saying that out here it is cooler. Um, it's you know, it's that's why we choose to go out to the beach um for the summertime because it's like 10 degrees cooler than it would be where we live during the year and (laughs) which is so nice because the breeze and everything but everything is really soggy so i brought all of these art supplies and a whole bunch of paper because you know to draw and paint and things you need paper it is all rippled like everything that I brought all of my books like when you take a paperback into the bathtub it yeah well it looks like um so the air is just so moist with like sea spray and you know just general moisture out here all of my paper is wavy like as if it had gotten wet and then dried (laughs) but it hadn't gotten wet it's just the air makes everything soggy like even um like the books in the house they're like paperback books and things because all the houses out here um they come furnished because no one can move anything on or off the island so (laughs) all of the books are like soggy messes you know like the paper is almost damp when you're turning it it doesn't feel crisp and dry what what art what artwork do you have that because i'm thinking like because I remember when I lived in San Diego, like the fanciest houses down by by the cliffs, somebody told me that they usually have the cheapest electronics because the salt water damages it mm-hmm. so quickly. And I'm thinking, like, how how like if if you manage to finish a piece, how would it fare in, <laughs> in that air? I mean, I've painted a few things out here and left them out here for the winter because like the house isn't insulated; it has no air conditioning. It doesn't have any insulation. It has it barely has walls right now. Um, like water comes in under, it's a very old house. <laughs> it's like, it's an absolute mess. So when there's, I'll, I'll build you a nice key cabinet in my woodworking class. That's as far as I can help. <laughs> even that will come out here and get super warped. So I wouldn't even do it. But I mean, I'm hoping that when I bring it back, it will dry out 
and flatten a little bit. I don't know. I'm, but could you paint on like wood, like those thin wood boards or something? Because I'm assuming like oil or acrylic wouldn't dry. I like drawing on rocks out here because rocks don't ripple <laughs> in the moisture. <laughs> but and then, if they did, you'd have bigger problems. But then now I have to find the right thing to put on the rocks because if you put some like a uh, even like a marker, certain markers. Um, that are water-based they just resorb into the rock and it just becomes like the rock like eats all the color and it just your drawing is just gone like out of the rock which is kind of crazy uh can you like shellac them before you paint or does that change the surface that changes the surface but i don't have any shellac out here but that's a good idea i might um try that so far i found like the uh more staying proof markers like a um like a micro tip or something felt marker that has some really strong smudge resistant ink in it, they mm-hmm. will stay. And also like the white gel pens, that will also work even though it takes a little oh, away. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I, I have found things that have some staying power. Like I'm looking at this black and white whale on a rock that I gave to Marco and I put it in his office and it's looking just as good as it did the day I did it. So... So that's that's good. <laughs> I found certain things. So how do you because this kind of uh, segues into our topic. Oh, oh but wait, uh, let me tell you something. I, I just, <laughs> I just got really excited. I found OK. So, you know, how I did the lunchbox artwork stuff. I've been so excited mm-hmm. to tell you this. I decided I'm going to do sidewalk chalk drawings <laughs> instead of lunchbox. Love art. It. So I ordered all these colors because there was chalk here at the house, but it was all like just like three colors and I did some stuff and I took some Instagram stories of it, but yeah, I'm going to start doing some sidewalk chalk drawings. That's I'm very awesome. excited about that. I don't know how my neighbors are going to feel, but it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that too, but that actually also kind of ties into, because I was thinking like how, how to think, because um, the topic for, for this episode is so over like challenges and setting very specific challenges for yourself Mm -hmm. um because i've been thinking and i i thought of this before i remembered that there is a sort of established like hashtag 100 days project thing because i've been thinking that i want to do 100 days of cups where i draw something or paint something on a small cup every day and post it that's great just like really random things just to like challenge myself to not do either the stuff that I always do or think is fun or the stuff that will, you know, like, or simple traditional stuff or the weird stuff that I like to do, but just like draw. So I have like, I have a document on my phone where I'm just like putting in like, oh, I should draw a ninja. And then I put it in there. Like, I should do this. And um, so like, I was wondering how, because we talked a little bit how you think of the stuff that you put in the lunch boxes. Mm-hmm. But then I was wondering, how do you how do you decide what to put on the rocks? Aside from, of course, what your impresario Adam tells you will will sell uh, <laughs> or to do with the with the sidewalk drawings? Like, how do you how do you come up with stuff? Well, that's where I am right now with the sidewalk drawings, because at first, of course, my um, my inspiration son, he was telling me things to draw from this show that he really likes. And he's like, oh, draw this character and draw this character. So I did. And now that the chalk has arrived like two days ago and it's not raining, which it was yesterday, so I couldn't do it. Um, I I am. I'm at a little bit of a block of what to draw. I'm trying to think, um, probably keep it ocean themed so that the passerbyers will feel, uh, I don't know, like it's 
it's like you know native or on theme for the island for the summertime so i guess like we'll go through some summertime things i mean that's what i put on the rocks i put like um whales and mermaids and cactuses and stuff so try and keep it summery somewhat on topic as well considering like challenging yourself thing because we you um you did hint in the last episode about your naked dude event. Oh, naked dude adventure sounds like a different podcast altogether. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you did. You went to figure drawing. I did, and I found a whole group actually that is, and I've been getting emails about all of the things that they do, and it's like a whole art meetup group that is near me, and it is consists of when I we went to the I I brought my best friend with me because I didn't want to go alone because I was nervous because it was kind of like a drinking and drawing event it said you know bring your own bottle of wine and they have little like snacky snacks and then you just everyone figure draws with um with a live model and so it seemed like something that you would do with a friend more than alone mm-hmm. so I was like getting really desperate about like who's gonna who can go with me and a whole bunch of people couldn't go and then my bestie was able to come along with me and so that was great and she doesn't draw she makes cakes so she is creative and artistic, extremely creative and artistic. So this was like a new thing for both of us, which was really nice. And I have to say we got there and the room was so diverse with all different people and all different skill levels. It was really great. And it was just like this free event. Oh, no, it wasn't free. We did have to pay for it. Um, but it wasn't taught by anybody. Like free as an open free as an open to anybody and it wasn't like a closed group that you had to sign up for or anything it was more of just like a if you hear about it you bring like 20 bucks or 10 bucks whatever it was and you pay at the door and then you can come in and so it was really good they did the poses um for like five minutes and then 10 minutes and then like 15 minutes and then like 25 minutes so it was um a few hours two hours something like that anyway i <laughs> when we first got there and we saw it was a guy we were like <laughs> like we couldn't help it. we couldn't help getting all giggly about it because it was the first time that this was a thing for us like having a live very naked person in front of you that then you that's, that's a very specific kind of cake oh yeah that you're like kind of forced to look at and draw so the, <laughs> the first few drawings it's like i'm going to focus on your face and your arms and your <laughs> foot <laughs> like just everywhere else except for there <laughs> so but it eventually it got much more comfortable and you saw you kind of like peeked over at the work that other people were doing and it's like, oh, okay, this is becoming more and more normal. And it's more about trying to figure out shading and light and proportion. And it became like kind of a Zen thing. I totally forgot about my wine and we were just drawing and it was really great. And I look back in the book that I brought and all the drawings that I did and I progressively got better. I was not great. I was still basically drawing mutants in my book (laughs) they did not look human like the you know very fit man that was before us I think he was a dancer of some sort because he his poses were very good and so it was um I was getting better and that felt 
great to see that. That's like, so cool. Because I've never done anything like this before. And I never even tried anything like this before. The only other kind of people drawing that I tried were either like tracing photos of people I know. And it was usually just kind of portrait like face situation, drawing like caricature bodies of people, you know, like little triangle dresses or um, trying to draw from a magazine. And those have always failed pretty well. Or like, you know, um, on Pinterest or something else where they show those progressive shots of like how to draw a leg. And like, you know, you start with like three ovals and then you connect them and then, you know, then you fill it out and you shade it. And I was like, okay, I can... I can and then replicate you just draw the rest of the horse. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you have a horse, and it's like, well, wait, what happened to step like twenty to fifty? Because in between that, I'm like, I have my ovals, and then I'm supposed to have a horse. Like, how does this work? So I was okay with mimicking those, but I could never do it myself. So this was more of a just kind of drop you into the water of this, and you just have to work it out. And it, and eventually, like I was, I wasn't afraid to draw all of him, if you know what I mean, um, towards the end. And I was almost like when it was over, I was like, oh, that's it. We're not staying for long. Like, of course, he was tired, like, you know, standing still for that long and doing poses like that. It looked exhausting. But yeah, I was uh, I was I was really, really looking forward to the next one and all of the other events that they seem to have in this kind of art group that i have stumbled upon so that's so cool work accomplished i feel that good. really makes me want to find one of those vaguely similar evenings just to because it is it is different to draw from a person and also when they're moving you can't get like too thinky or too precious mm-hmm. about anyone drawing you just have to start they like keep working and not thinking yeah, that's what like the especially when they started off with five minutes, like five minutes goes by so fast when you're drawing. You're like, oh, oh, man, I just I just have triangles like <laughs> it's, all I have is like a little triangle chest and some like sausage arms like, oh, no, <laughs> like that's, that's, we I need more time. And then as it progressed through the evening, I'm like, oh, OK, now I'm getting into the swing of this. And my friend did an awesome job too. Like I looked over at her drawings most of the time and I was like, I'm really jealous of that one. Like you did a really good job. <laughs> so it was it was really fun to go with a friend. And it but I can now I feel I have the confidence that if I if no one could go with me, I can do it solo and not feel weird. That's awesome. A plus. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that's um, what i do it for i do it for the a's right <laughs> thanks <stars>. julia <laughs> achievement noticed <laughs> um yeah because because i wanted to talk about like that of not not just the like challenging yourself because we've talked a bit about that but the specific like setting yourself a challenge like i have to do this for this many days or uh finish this many of this thing as a way to either grow or annoy yourself into doing it so because because you i remember you did the portrait thingy and i'll let you get back to that because i was thinking like what can i do to a like it started almost with like can I do anything to make my pottery Instagram a little more fun? Like a mm-hmm. little, cause I, I do a lot of the same kind of thing and I can show like different kind of progress shots or whatever, but also like, what can I do? That's, that's a little bit more for myself. And that that's just fun. And I was like, well, I could just draw random stuff. And instead of doing it on a piece of paper, I can just make a ton of little mugs, uh, with like little cups with reclaimed clay, um, 
and that can be all sorts of different shapes and sizes and I can play around with that and like it doesn't have to become anything like Mm -hmm. maybe someone will want to buy it maybe they won't but just to draw all sorts of different things both to challenge myself to draw them in general and to draw them on a curved surface and to draw them with sort of a complicated medium because you're drawing on a surface that immediately starts to absorb the thing you're working with so it's 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 a very like it's it's fun but it's tricky right and it's still in your own voice because it's 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 with the medium and the the product that you are interested in doing like if you force yourself outside of that because everyone's doing like a uh, I find that in like inktober right I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't really draw an ink that I mean okay my lunchbox notes are one thing but (laughs) I don't I just I don't feel drawn to doing that but yet it seems like it's a good challenge it's like oh I should challenge myself but then I just fall flat because I'm like you know what that's it's not me like this doesn't work and I was thinking also like I could try to do it also in different styles so like maybe I draw a ninja in both like cartoony kawaii style Mm -hmm. or try to do something weird and abstract like you know like trying to think of the different ways to portray this in a way that still feels ceramic Mm -hmm. if that makes sense you know yeah so what do you think are you are you intrigued no i'm really intrigued i think it will really brighten up your instagram too because i feel like we probably have um drawn some more attention to your pottery through the (laughs) podcast because i know people keep asking like oh what do the mugs look like what's this what's that and (laughs) i feel like that this is a perfect opportunity to highlight your work and keep your Instagram flowing. Cause I don't, I don't see enough of your work <laughs> popping up on Instagram. Like w- whether it's the algorithm or your lazy, lazy, AKA dying of heat. <laughs> oh, God. Over there. No, it's, I was, I went actually, I went down into the studio to start making, um, just start making some cups to, to draw on later. Yeah. And I was like, a, the, there was still some residual heat from the kiln that had been cooling for like three days. Um, and some, cause you know, it's, the the walls down there are like thick uh stone mm-hmm. and and masonry and stuff so i was like it, they probably held on to some of the heat plus that part of the basement gets sun a large part of the day so even though it's submerged it's like so i was like i was starting to get dizzy and not just from like looking Ugh. at stuff spinning on the wheel i was like this is this is not fun so no i mean because with with instagram so it's part part algorithm and part it's like well it does feel sometimes like it's a lot of the same and i know that maybe that doesn't matter maybe like the people who like it will like the fact that it's the same but yeah because you did that thing and I felt kind of mean bringing this up in our little notes document I was like so that portrait project you started (laughs) and already told me that you failed like what was your thinking when you started was it that thing of like well if I can force myself to do it then I'll at least have this one thing that I will know that I, I do and have to do like what was your your goal or aim yeah, it was that. It was more of like a, if I have this thing to do, then I will do it. You know, like you get a task and then you do it and then I can look back and I will have all these things and I can see how better I've gotten. And I look at all the other makers on social media and it seems like they are always making, right? Like always be making, like they have constantly. <laughs> Coffee like, is for makers. It's like the, like this one woman, um, I think she is in the Ukraine or I don't know where she is, but it, it seems like every day she's drawing like five portraits. Like all she's doing is drawing. I'm like, hi, do you even take a shower? Like, cause <laughs> the amount of time it takes to draw these things and how much she's producing and putting on social media, I'm just... 
it's like you have to be doing nothing else. And it's like, I think of what I do during the day. And there's plenty of downtime that I could be drawing in. There really is. I'm like I told you, I'm master excuse person. But (laughs) it's still it's like, (laughs) funny things like I have to play video games for this one podcast that I'm doing. And that (laughs) takes a lot of time. Video games take a lot of time. (laughs) And then I have to, um, you know, then it's time for food. And then it's time to record another podcast. And then it's time to pick my son up from camp. And then it's time to do this other thing. And it's time to do laundry. And it's like, all of a sudden, my day is like, total mess. And did I draw? No, I did not draw. And (laughs) but I think I mean, I think it's, it's also it's hard to get a good balance when it is either uh, a hobby or something that you're getting into and working on or it's you know you're not it's not your full-time job mm-hmm. uh it's it's because you want to keep it fun so that you want to keep doing it right um but get the structure and it's a it's a weird it's a really weird balance yeah i think the structure of the 100 day projects i just i let it i have never succeeded in that i mean i will so- i will fully admit that i am pretty much planning on also like maybe painting you know five or ten cups in one day and then posting them one a day because it's not always going to be possible and Mm -hmm. while it's not quite as messy as oils or other stuff there is also the whole thing of like setting up your stuff and washing brushes and everything right exactly and it is it's it's main excuse things and i have to say that i've been making fewer excuses coming because you know that i'm gonna go yeah we fix that for you and you go dang it but like how I mean how do other people who don't have a Julia in their life to <laughs> make them do things how do you how do you do that I guess you just love it so much that you have to you have to do it and I do feel that way about a lot of art and I f- I spend a lot of time thinking about it and I have to stop spending my thinking time thinking and more doing but I think that's where the the hundred day project stuff also comes because you just set up the the practice of it, like mm-hmm. the practice both in practicing and in and just the habit. Because even if you love something, you, you maybe don't see the gap in your day where it'll go, or you you're just like I'm too hot. But if you know that, like, okay, I have to post this tomorrow, or I should be shamed uh, <laughs> by myself or someone else. But you know, like, if it's just like I have to find those eight minutes to draw my zen doodle of the day or whatever it is you know and that's what I'm kind of hoping for to to make myself do that and and maybe that's kind of the same as with um with going to your life drawing class where it's Mm -hmm. like well I have these two hours yep and they're set aside for this and I spent money to come like that whole thing of being like well I'm not going to be like I'll sit at home and I'll practice figure drawing and then you don't because why would you unless you're like well Every day between 8.30 and 9 is my drawing time. And I will do that every day or every other day or every Thursday. And But see, if my life were being filmed during those two hours, I would have like the most extraordinary procrastination montage that you could possibly imagine. <laughs> and, like this, like, just me like looking at the wall and fiddling with something. And then like, I, I don't know, I start braiding my hair and like, <laughs> just <laughs> and doing everything besides doing what I said I was going to do. But I have something that I'm very excited to talk to you about. I did not put it in the show notes so I could talk to you a little bit about surprise. And I think you're the perfect person to talk to about because 
out here at the beach, there is a small community um, maker fair that happens um, once oh, a year. Ooh. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this. And I have made it my goal and to be able to get a table and do something with it next year because I'm hoping to have enough stock to sell stuff and make buying the table worth it. And so I'm, I'm, I have it in my head. I really, really want to do it. And I at first was saying I two years. I approve this plan. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was at first saying two years, but then I'm like, you know what? That's too far in advance. I could put that off too much. I'm like next year, it'll be next year, next summer. I'm going to buy the table and I'm going to do it. So I can spend the whole year having, um, I don't know, making canvases or, or whatever to sell at this thing. And it's a two day event. I've never done anything like this before. I know you sell at places. And so I kind of wanted to talk to you about as it kind of goes along with the 100 day project of having a deadline or something held accountable for producing items. And I know you sell at markets. So that's almost kind of like your deadline and that you have to have merchandise in order to sell. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and you like and even more with uh, with ceramics because you have to also mentally give yourself time cuz like even when I've finished something I haven't finished finished it because it needs to uh get fired once and cool down in the kiln and then get glazed and or painted which can take a long time and then fired again and then cool down. Mm -hmm. So I can't be like, okay, well I can do the crazy like into the middle of the night working the night before market because it won't be finished i need another four days to to finish it um but on the whole yeah no it's um you do have to be aware of that and to think also like because when it's your first market i mean you can ask some of the people who have sold there before and other people who work in your medium or for that matter your subject matter uh, like how much do you think you can sell? Do you want to have like maybe make sure you have 10 or 15 small canvases that are like $50? Mm-hmm. Do you want to have two really big ones and the rest are medium? Like, because say like I would not knowing anything about how much it takes you to do something, but like, could you finish a thing every other week? Because that's 26 things. That's a good like spread if some of them are big and some of them are small and some of them are really complex and some Mm -hmm. of them are four happy rocks you know or maybe you decide like no I need to have a ton of small stuff and but that I can do you know two in one week so it's it's that thing as well so it's going to be a really fun fun to watch you're going to be freaking out because (laughs) I would because that's what I'm like and that's what it's like um but it's it's it sounds like a really fun experiment to do as well. And you can probably find like something small and maybe you know sell stuff on Etsy to see what do people like mm-hmm. and how does it work for you? Can you can you steal away to do stuff for and for that matter, like we talked about before, like is it easier for you to do an hour here and there, or is it better to get one full day every other week or something? So I was also toying with the idea of some of the small things that I painted, like if I paint a seashell or something like a watercolor seashell, uh, can I make a print of that and then sell those? So I'll have like an original for sale, but also a few prints that are, you know, less money. So I, it would be more of a come look at my table and you can buy something for like $10. Cause it's a little, you know, um, print of something that I did and, 
so uh, that felt pretty accessible as well for both me to have merchandise on the table that it wouldn't just all be 100% originals that I could have something that is more reproducible and easy to stock um mm-hmm. so that was an idea and from and, my perspective much easier to transport yeah and much easier to transport <laughs> put them in their little cellophane sleeves right and just have them and but you know I didn't want to do too much of that because I, I wanted it to be more of a challenge for myself and I it's one of those things it's like I've come full circle because I feel like when we first started talking uh together I was like stop trying to monetize my hobby, right? Like I was all like, no, 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 you can't do that. And now I am, I have the brochure for this year and I've had it out and I read the whole thing like twice because I'm like, okay, what do I need to prepare myself to do? Like what would I need to have and what do I need to pay for and what is this like? And I went to the market itself uh, last year and I, it's just been on my mind all summer. And now when I came across the flyer for this year's one, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. This is, this is going to be a thing. And yay! <laughs> it really also makes kind of having the studio space feel more real. Mm-hmm. It, but I think also like it's, it's different from like monetizing your hobby because what we were talking about was like doing it in a much more entrepreneurial way, which isn't a bad thing in and of itself but is not i think what the podcast is about or what you and i are about mm-hmm. because it was when we you were joking that your parents were like well you can make greeting cards you can like <laughs> where it's much more of a business way of like i need to start a business what skills do i have whereas mm-hmm. here it's like i like art what kind of outlets can my pieces go to like do you, do you see like the yeah. very different ways of coming to it i think yeah that's you're totally right that is what feels better about it it's like this is more of a little fun weekend thing to do to kind of and to get feedback and yeah. interaction and but it's and not a that I go you on need to start that. a greeting card business. <laughs> it's like no, no, I don't want to do that. Oh yeah, but so. that's that's amazing. But yeah, like maybe think about like, do you want to do part of it as a challenge? Like, I need to have you know this many canvases by this time, mm-hmm. and to and to have progress to post. Because I mean, t- completely honest, it's nice to be like, I did a thing, <laughs> I achieved. <laughs> like that, that can be a really good boost and a really good like motivator. The big thing that I'm nervous about is actually letting things go, because <laughs> as soon as I feel like something's really good and I'm like, ooh, I could sell this, or someone might want to buy it, I'm like, no, but I want to keep it because I did it <laughs> and it looks good, and I, I'm really afraid of letting stuff go that I like because it's like well I, I did that and that was it and it's one thing and I'll never see it again and I think about that when I buy other people's original art it's like you have to let it go it's like your your little baby is going out into the world and you know that they're hanging somewhere in someone's house and they like it and that feels really good but then it's like well but then what happens when they don't like it Do they just throw it away like can I have it back <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know Will I want it back by that point? Like probably not because I'll be better by then, hopefully. But it's you can make you can make prints for yourself and then have, you know, those huge, weird, flippy thingies that they have in stores where you buy posters. Yeah. Yeah. You should like look through all your old work. (laughs) I just scan them onto the computer and like click through and be like, oh, and have like that sad, like thoughtful remembering music playing in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Are you generally a challenging person? Because I have I have a friend who said that. I don't know if I said this before, but the, like my challenge for 2018 should be to not set any challenges for myself. 
because I like to do things like, you know, no buying yarn for X amount of time or no buying books until I've read these many, like that kind of thing. Or for that matter, before we went vegetarian full time, we tried like, can we be full on vegetarian for a month? And also, can we do it without saying anything about it on any social media? (laughs) Answer is yes to both things. (laughs) But I like, you know, trying things because it does make it a little more real and a little more like, well, acute. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm going to make an effort to paint more. Mm -hmm. That's that's barely even a goal. (laughs) That's not a resolution. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a it's an aim. Uh, whereas if you go like, okay, I'm going to do one painting a day, whatever that painting is, but you know, like I'm going to paint for 30 minutes every day for a month. That makes it something that is way harder to like back out of mm-hmm. or slack on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Are you, are you like this or are you, are you, are you a much better person than I? No, I mean, I, I make challenges for myself, but then I break them like terribly like i'm like i'm not buying anything for all of may <laughs> i made it 15 days into may like <laughs> i was like i didn't buy things for half of may <laughs> good job so it's i'm really bad at but that that's stuff. but that's but that's the thing though that's still better than if you'd made the vague resolution of i'm gonna buy fewer things right you would not have made it two weeks without buying stuff yeah so that's still better because you had a that's the way I think of it, at least. Like, yeah, you do a lot of times you feel like you're failing because you, you did fail. You failed your resolution. Mm-hmm. But you did something way better because you were harsher on yourself than if you just went, meh, I'm going to I'm gonna be a better person. That's true. I'm going to be creative. I'm going to not buy stuff. Be more creative. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Check. Not. <laughs> have, you, have you tried any other ones aside from your portrait portrait thing? No, I mean, when it like, comes to art, like there's not like picture stuff. ones and stuff that I've thought about doing. But I mean, I find especially taking photography, like I can't just go out and take a picture of a thing and feel good about it just to mm-hmm. take a picture of it. I and feel to like post I've, it with a hashtag on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I want to take picture of something that I find beautiful or interesting on my own and like those things just kind of come around, you know, when I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to go get my camera, you know, like mm-hmm. that stuff like that just appears and I can't make it appear no matter how many challenges I give myself. So yeah, the chat, the challenges are, um, they're, they seem useful in getting the ball rolling, but I can never stick to them personally. <laughs> I think with, with photography, it's, you have to go even more like harsh and dogma to be like, okay, I have to take, a picture of a different flower every day for 30 days and make it a picture that I like because then you're like oh like it, it when it gets very homeworky mm-hmm. um I think is where but I totally get what you're saying because it is hard when it's like okay I need inspiration it's not just like you know this is the 30-day photo challenge where you post pictures about prompts about books you know where it's like you you want to have you know inspiration or feelings or something and if you get the you know weird prompts or whatever, you're like, I don't, I no, no, I'm an artist. I'm, would, uh, I'm sensitive. <laughs> would we be able to make a like? Is it appropriate for us to make a challenge for the people that listen to our podcast? Or always, or is that like a 
just another thing for me to not do. (laughs) Well, maybe we could, we could, mm -hmm. I could share, I could share, we could make one of those like little um, Instagram pictures of like 30 days of prompts and. Well, like if we like make a little hashtag or something. Yeah, but I don't think you would have to do them in the order because I wouldn't do them in the order. That's, that's where I always get stumped Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I don't care about this one day and then I don't do it and then I lose traction for like the, the next five days. But we could post like either 30 or 50 prompts of things that I want to draw and then people can get inspired by that. And obviously you can also, you can, you can share. I'm assuming there will be whales and seashells on your list. It's all whales and seashells. That's all I can think about. (laughs) So we'll, we'll think up a good hashtag. I'm guessing it's been like make do challenge or make do prompts or something. Um, Make do hundred, whatever. Hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll, think we'll have to think about something like that. And so I, I do. I want to make it good and I want to make it memorable. So, <laughs> hmm. Or and a little bit funny. I don't know. Let's see. I would, we can do it more than once. Hashtag I am achiever. <laughs> <laughs> well, hashtag, uh, gold, hashtag gold star achiever. Ooh. Um, hashtag gold star achiever. That is, That's a pretty long that one. Is, <laughs> but that is so because you and I have our clear homework to work on mm-hmm. in, in different ways. But um, I don't think we need to give homework, but we'll we'll let you know uh, about yeah, some sort of challenge. I don't want to think of it as homework, more of a um, community building exercise. A tr- <laughs> like a sort of trigger or catalyst. Put like it in a the little... I feel like it's like, like corporate speak. <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little poke. Yeah. It's a little, hello. A little art poke. <laughs> Ooh. Um <laughs> So thank you everyone for joining us this week. Um, I love talking about this stuff with you and (laughs) I love all of our listeners and they can all find our show notes at makedopod.com and you can find us at makedopod on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on Facebook. We're on Facebook. (laughs) I don't even have Facebook. Julia put us on Facebook. And of course, we're available in most places where people gather their podcasts and we're also Tiffany Arment and Julia Scott. S-K-O-T-T, respectively, on various things. Um, I feel like I need to say that. I feel like it's people will spell it with I appreciate C. that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll be back in a fortnight with some stuff under our belt. Stuff under our belt? No. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back with uh, some social media pictures of things. Anyway, um, we'll see you in a fortnight. And in the meantime, go make and do. <laughs>